For $1 a month, Steve's gonna say your name and he's gonna like it. Join our Patreon and you'll get a shout out each and every month. So connected to the world of Nintendo, even Link knows where to find us. Invento Radio is on now. Hello, everybody. It's time for the show. Um, it's Invento Radio. I don't really know the episode number, so, um, you know. I, we're I, I we're 550-something. Yeah, you know, we're, we're in the 500s. It's kind of hard to keep track at this point. But I do have Lucas and Steve with me tonight. How are you doing tonight, uh, Luario? <laughs> I'm doing just, <laughs> just, 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 oh, that was eerily good. Oh, I retire from the, the voice game. I'm doing good, Eugene. How are you doing tonight, though? No one ever asks you. How are um, you doing tonight? You know, can't complain. Doing all right. It's time for Infendo Radio. I have a belly full of nachos, so I am, you know, color me excited, Lucas. Steven, what is your belly full of, and how are you doing tonight? So for dinner, we had bacon-wrapped steaks on the Traeger, and it was wonderful. And then what we had a, some potatoes. What is a Traeger, and it's, why do you put bacon-wrapped steaks on them? It's a smoker. Um, smoker slash grill, and it is wonderful. Everything okay. you make on it is good, except bacon-wrapped pork chops. Those are awful. Don't try it, kids. I don't know what a bacon-wrapped pork chop is, but um, I'm going to have to look that it, up after the show. It's I a round, it's a it's round a pork piece chop of pork that you wrap and in it's bacon. <laughs> the, except well, for the ones we got were like six right? inches thick, and they didn't cook well, and they were tough, and bleh, it was horrible. <laughs> well, um, before we get too far, we've got a lot of stuff to get um, to before we take our first break. So, Steve, I want to ask you if you have the Patreon list ready. And if not, that's okay. I, because... I most certainly do, as a matter of fact. Oh, because I was going to say because I have it ready myself. But, Stephen, take it away. You guys should have asked me if I had it ready. Oh, Lucas, damn. do you have it ready? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> what will we do? I guess what are we... we're going to have to not thank our patrons. What are we going to do? Um, we actually do want to thank our four producers, uh, Minus 64 and Slacker Monkey, and then our two executive producers, Andrew Searson and the Bryanosaurus. Thank you guys for continuing to give us uh, 10 to $20 a month of your paycheck. Also, your love and support, it helps. It does help. Mm -hmm. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, All right, well, before we take our first break, we're going to let the people know where they can find us if they want to do that outside of the show. So, Steve, where can the people find you when you're not on Infendo Radio? You can find me in Discord by going to infendo.com, click on Community, and join my personal Discord and the Infendo Radio Discord. They're both happening places. We like to talk there. You can also find me on Twitter at Gentus1. And at some point, you can find Lucas and I on Hypervoice Podcast. We will be bringing that back. We're just still ironing out the details. When? Who knows? Even we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, I need you to tell me, but most importantly, the people, where they can find you. The people can find me at two crucial locations that I will divulge now. One is my website, chromatichue.com. You can go there to learn about the game I'm making. The second place is my YouTube channel, which you can access by typing in the word Lucas followed by the word peace. You will see a man with a blue mustache and beard. Click on that man! 
add to his subscriber count for he will be returning to the scene in one month actually like one month minus two days my first video will be going up on august 13th so please join me for my grand re 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 is that the good video that is the video about crash bandicoot please watch that video it's amazing <laughs> fair um mystery where you can find me or there should be no mystery where you can find me rather um just go to infender.com that's where you're gonna find all of the stuff that's going on with me if you want, want to follow me on on twitter at infendo eugene and also at infendo as well a uh, mystery person where can the people find you when you're not on infendo radio or getting a haircut yes i finally managed to cut off that horrible disaster of a mop that was on top of my head um, you can find me on Twitter or at Infendo Justin, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pimp this because I'm gonna have it ready by the end of the week. I hope. Uh, go to utilidork.com. Keep an eye out for my uh, for my new blog that's supposed to come out by the end of the week. If if you know I ever have free time again <laughs> and that's it for infendo radio episode 550 something thank you all for joining <laughs> us tonight and we will see you guys next week Peace. stay inside uh hang out we're gonna take our first break we'll be right back on the other side with change the system for five dollars a month we can give you something better than the lost woods we've got what we call the hidden that gets you our all-access pass to everything we do behind the scenes and otherwise. Head over to patreon.com slash radio and pledge your $5 today. Okay, um, we're back. Is anybody ready to change the system? I know I am. Um, let's go ahead and talk about Dude, the games we've been playing Jesus. and otherwise. Um, otherwise, I think Steve the dog is liked gonna... it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steve is going to have to go first, though, because I think he yeah. has um, a rant that he wants to, um, well, maybe so make I, me want to censor. Okay, so so here's the deal. Am I doing my news rant first, or am I doing my change the system rant? Oh, there's two, two rants? Oh, boy. Jeez. I don't know that yeah, I'm ready. So we, okay, so we're going to do the news one first. And so they say, I'm the negative one on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's uh, Sour Steven, new character. Um, Square Enix announced today that Final Fantasy The Crystal Chronicles Remastered Fantasy? Easy for me to say, right? <laughs> will not support local co-op. It will support online only. And if you can imagine this, the internet is pissed. Guys, <laughs> there's a very simple fix for this. You've got your Switch. Your wife has your Switch. You connect to the same Wi-Fi, and you play on the same Pika network. It's not that hard. <laughs> okay, but I have a valid counter oh point boy. to make. What if I am a normal person who doesn't own multiple consoles, and I want to play with my wife? Well, <laughs> then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I'll be no, honest, I am... I but to be, to to be fair, though, Lucas, was. you had to have you had to have multiple Game Boy Advances and multiple cables before, so it's oh, yeah, really which is not why that much I, different. Which is why I never got the chance to play that yeah. game with anyone else in the world. No, to me, this is just like f the hands of fate finally slapping in the other direction. <laughs> yeah, it's like, exactly. screw you people who have family. But um, You had me yeah, stumped no. there for a second. That took me I, a minute. <laughs> 
I, I get it, though. Like, I mean, to you, it's a non-issue because you and your wife both have a Switch, and you mm-hmm. have two Switches. Eugene, like, well, yeah. You know. Eugene and his wife each have a Switch. Yeah, but, I mean, like, if I was married, I don't know that I would have a second Switch for my wife. Unless well, but she was, let's, like, a let's do the math on this, though. So your GameCube was, what, <laughs> like 150 bucks back in the day before inflation? Yeah. And then your Game Boy Advance was probably another 120 bucks times two. And then you got to buy a Only copy two? of the game. Only two? I had four of them. Well... Okay, but you see what I'm saying, just for two oh, people. I mean, it's it's. Then you've got to have two link cables, then you got to buy a copy of the game. You're paying it's, like 600 bucks. It's better, but I don't think that means that it's justified that I should <laughs> have to own two Switches. Like, I'm, just... I, I, yeah, I, I'm not too bummed out by it because it's not like I was going to play Doesn't with Doesn't change you. my plans yeah, at all. But, right, because yeah, I was going to just play with you over, you know, Wi-Fi and whoever well, wants right. to play with us. My wife hates that game anyway, so, you know. But um, I can definitely see where people are upset, you know, like it's in just another, um, another punch at right after at the Animal Crossing situation, mm-hmm. you know, like so right a punch yeah. to the face yeah. of consumers. So, uh, cool. Well, what else you got, Steve? You got any other news for us? Not any news. I have games that I've been playing. Okay. Well, uh, I don't think we have any other news, so let's talk about the games we've been playing. Tell me. So, last week I came on the show and said I was almost done 100%ing Crash 1. Before the show even hit the podcast feed, I 100%ed Crash 1. And I played Crash 2 over the weekend. And when I say over the weekend, I mean I started on Saturday evening. By Sunday evening, I had hit 100%. So that was awesome. Crash 2 is, in my opinion, the better game between the two. And then Crash 3 happens. I'm like, okay, I haven't had to do time trials in the first two games. I know I have to do 10 to get the yellow gem, which I'm going to need to progress later on, right? Oh yeah, Lucas, spoiler alert. If you want to pull out for this part, you can um, I was like, where is Justin when we, when we, the hero that we all need? Yeah, I'm going to just because I really okay. want to enjoy this game and I feel like you're just going to try your best to sour the experience. Yeah, so please so take your headphones I'll look, off. I'll look for Eugene to go Yeah. when it's all over. <clears throat> so, what game are we talking about? Crash 3. And the no, reason Lucas care. doesn't want to be spoiled is because he has not played this game yet, ever. Nor had I. So I got my, t- my first five relics, which opens the warp room where the yellow gem is, but it actually takes 10 relics to get into that level. So as I got into this warp room, and the relics, by the way, you have to get by doing time trials, which is basically let's speed run an effing platformer, right? <laughs> so, and I, I hate that. I'm all for speed running in a racing game because it's all about speed anyway, but to do that in a platformer drives me up one wall and down the other. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. But you like Sonic. Continue. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to ever beat the clock on Sonic. And if you go slow, it doesn't really change much other than it makes it a crappy platformer. So, I get into the room, and I st- I, I'm like, oh no, there's five levels here. One of them is unlocked because I have five relics. The second one unlocks at 10. The third one unlocks at 15. The fourth one unlocks at 20. The last one unlocks at 25. And I know that there's, like, 27 levels in this game. That, well, I guess there's closer to 30. But anyway, my math is off. But regardless, that means that in order to 100% this game, you have to get at least 25 relics, which I absolutely refuse to do. So I shut the game off, and I do not plan to ever play Crash 3 again. (laughs) 
I do not own the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. I own the Crash Bandicoot 1 and 2 collection. So, that is my rant. F Crash 3. So be sure to tune in next week to hear all the reasons why I think Steve is incredibly wrong about it. <laughs> tune in next week for Steve doing it anyway because Steve yeah. is Steve and he has <laughs> yeah, to complete everything whether then, he likes it or not. Af- after I decided that I was not going to play Crash 3 anymore, I went down a rabbit hole last Why time. do you have like glowing, ominous backlighting? <laughs> because I've got my iPad on, because I've got the spreadsheet out. So oh what did I get back into? I got back into Doom 1. And then I started looking on the Doom Wikipedia, and that was absolutely fascinating. Did you know that the timeline for Doom is almost as bad as the timeline for Zelda? Oh, you gotta get into the Elder Scrolls series, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> there's, so, there's whole religions. <laughs> so basically, you play Doom 3 first because it's a prequel to the Doom games. Then you play Ultimate Doom 1, which is technically the original three chapters, and then they've got the fourth one that they released a couple years later. And then there's a fifth chapter to that, which you can get as DLC in this game. And then you play Doom 2. Then you play Final Doom. Then you play Doom 64, then Doom 2016, and Doom Eternal. So I was looking at this because I was just surprised at how much content there is in Doom. Is if there like you... a like a coherent like actual never mind go ahead Yeah there's a coherent actual <laughs> storyline for a first person shooter that's told all in like a quick text at the beginning and the end of the game Okay so Doom so... 1 is guy walks into a building kills a bunch of dudes the end uh-huh. Doom 2 die, guy walks into is, dude guy goes gets into sent hell to Earth. No 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 oh, Doom 1 Doom 1 okay. is in hell Doom okay. 2 is on Earth Doom 3 is a prequel. Doom 3 is how the demons got to hell in the first place, so it precedes the original Doom. Okay. And then you've got Final Doom, which takes place after Doom 2, but before Doom 64. So it's not the final Doom. No, it's not. (sighs) And then Doom 64 leads into Doom 2016, which leads into Doom Eternal. Wow. Here's where it gets interesting. So Doom Classic, $4.99 on the eShop. That's Doom 1. Doom 2, $4.99 on the eShop, and Doom 64, $4.99 on the eShop. Doom 3, $9.99. So for $24.96, (laughs) are you ready for this? You get 236 levels of gameplay that are relevant to the Doom story. And then there's also an additional 100 levels that you get just as extra content that they've thrown in. Which one is Doom, the Doom with the flashlight? That's the Doom I didn't like. Doom 3, and they've actually fixed that in this version. The flashlight is built into your suit now, so whatever direction you're pointing is what direction the flashlight looks. Perfect. So, yeah. So, it's 54 If you get Doom 2016 for 30 bucks, which it's on sale like every other week, you pay fifty-four ninety-five for every Doom game available on the Switch, because Doom Eternal is not here yet. And you get 249 levels of Doom that you can play for less than a full price game. That's a lot of Doom. That's a lot of Doom. So I'm working my way through Doom. I didn't realize that I had to play Doom 3 first. So now I like I'm how you st- say you uh, had to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's how I do games. And the this cool is thing- the same guy who's not playing Crash Bandicoot 3 because there are time trials. Right. Well, not because there are time trials, but because I have to do them. 
Um, but yeah, so I just it's cool too because these releases. So Doom and Doom Two, Doom has six extra content packs you can download for it for free. Doom Two has five extra content packs you can download with it for free. Doom Three has the original game, the original expansion, and then it has a new expansion that leads into something. I can't remember what. <sighs> and then Doom 64 has an expansion that they've added onto that for this release that leads into Doom Eternal. My favorite Doom was a Doom that I played on the PC. It was Doom but everything is Shrek. And it was fun. Yes. That actually would lead into a good segue for Lucas's change the system. Would it? <laughs> Same engine. So I've been playing Shrek... Ah, there we go. So I've been playing a lot of Shrek Super Slam lately on the GameCube. No. Um, <laughs> thank you, Steve, for the segue that I've broken. Um, I have been playing a couple of games, one of which is on technically on the Doom Engine. I've been playing a 22-year-old work-in-progress Sonic fan game called Sonic Robo Blast 2. And... It looks it's, amazing. It's really freaking good. So they've been working on this game since like So Doom I was Engine, in we're talking like Doom Doom. Like 1990s yeah. like Doom. Yeah, engine. 1990 yeah. yeah, the Doom 2 engine basically. Yeah. Um it is a 3D 2D Sonic game basically. So it's like an old school Sonic game but in three dimensions. Yeah, right? it it looks like a 2D game but it plays like a 3D game. So what, what I think what people call game. that is a two, uh, what was it? Two, two and a half five D. Yeah. Well, but that's more of like your Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze kind of thing, where it's like three D characters in a two D. This is like the reverse. This is like a three point five D. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So so explain. What, me wouldn't this again. it be? I so guess how, it would be two point seven five. So, so you're in three dimensions, but you're like. So it's Paper Mario. It's Paper Mario. Uh, All yeah. of the enemies and the items and everything, and you are two dimensional, but you're moving in three D space. Okay, that's kind of yeah. Cool. Which Very ironically cool is exactly game. how the Doom engine runs anyway. I'm basically playing the first three D Sonic game. <laughs> um. It's a lot of fun. I, I was playing it for a couple of hours before the show tonight because um, I'm getting footage because I'm going to be doing a video on that as well on my YouTube channel. Um, so I'm trying to amass a bunch of footage that I can string together into a 10-minute discussion on the game and everything. And it's really cool. I would encourage you to shamelessly plug my YouTube channel by checking <laughs> that video out when it goes live on my birthday next month. To, to go look at that, because, yeah, that's going to be a thing. So please, go check out that footage, because it's a cool game, and you should be playing it. And you can literally just download the, the file and play it right there. You don't have to download Doom and patch it or anything. Nice. It's all ready to go. It, like I said, it is still a work in progress, even though they've been working on it for, like, 23 years. So it's not a complete game. There are tons of levels. There's tons of unlockable bonus levels. There are secret stages based on Nights into Dreams that you can play to get the Chaos Emeralds. Like, you can play as Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, or Sonic and Tails together. Like, well, there's a lot of content. Those secret stages that are... Uh, re that are yeah. like tonight's into dreams. That's yeah. very reminiscent of Doom because Doom Two has some secret levels that go back to the Wolfenstein look of oh, things. Oh, cool! So yeah, no, again, it's... that's another nod to Doom. Believe it or not, I would recommend this game. I think it's a really fun time. So that's um, Sonic Robo Blast Two. You'll have to put the trailer two. in our Discord and on yeah, your Twitter. Yeah, I will. 
Um, but yeah, go check that out. And the other game I've been playing is a whole lot of Crash Bandicoot. Oh, but boy. unlike Steve, I'm happy about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I had a lot I, of fun with Crash too. It was a wonderful uh, game, best in the series. I was I was playing Crash Bandicoot before Steve was playing Crash Bandicoot. And I finished um, playing it before you finished playing it, so I win. Mm, well, you finished playing it because you <laughs> quit on three, but I finished two before you finished two, so I win the race. It's true. Um, all right, yeah, no, put them put them back in your pants, boys. All right, all right, Mr. Haircut. Um, yeah, no, it's a good game. Um, like I've I've gushed over this game for a while now, but I am a Crash Bandicoot fan now. I I've loved the first game, 100%ed it. Loved the second game, 100%ed it. Am super excited for the third game. Stay tuned <laughs> to find out how that experience goes. But um, I hope you go I, on a rant next week. I really, it's gonna take a lot to make me rant, man. We will see. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm a huge fan, so I'm really excited for Crash 4, which I will not be playing because I do not own a PlayStation 4. Um, Isn't it someday, coming to Xbox One? It is. I also don't own that. My Fair. dad does, but we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah. So anyway, that's that's that, and that's kind of really all I've been doing. I've been playing a ton other than those games. So I will pass it over to Justin. All right. Well, I mean, I have been playing Animal Crossing. That's actually probably what I've been playing the least lately, though, because um, I've got a couple of new games. Um, one is uh, one that I um, it was a review was a review code, so I'll have a full review up of that up on the site um, as soon as I'm done with it. I'm not done with it yet, but that game is super liminal, um, and y'all might have heard little something about this. It's been making some buzz lately, but basically yeah. it is a first-person puzzle exploration game, uh, very much in the vein of, like, Portal, um, and the gimmick of Superliminal is, um, I don't even know how to describe it, it's all about perspective, like, literally the perspective that you are looking at things determines how the puzzles work. So let's say there is a box on the other side of the room. If I I can pick up that box from wherever I am, and wherever I am, that box will be the size that I perceive it as from a distance. So I can walk up to that box, get right up against the box, pick up the box, turn around, point the box at the opposite corner of the room, set it down, and then walk over to that corner of the room, and the box will be huge. Right. Or I can go over to the opposite side of the room, pick up the box from over there, turn around, hold it up against the wall, and drop it, and it'll be tiny. So a lot of the puzzles revolve around this idea of, you know, how to move things around um, based on your perspective of them to get from room to room. Uh, another one of the tricks they do is... There'll be uh, an object that you have to move, but the object doesn't exist in the room until you see it. The only way to see it is to look at it from a certain perspective so that everything comes together. This is a game that could never exist on the 3DS or in stereoscopic 3D because obviously it's all based on how things, mm -hmm. how three-dimensional things look in two dimensions. Mm -hmm. But so you line up a certain like set of objects 
until they create this image of a three-dimensional object and that three-dimensional object becomes a three-dimensional object that you can manipulate and it's it's it sounds it's complicated, a, it's, but it sounds like, like it would be a cool mellow out game, you know. Like, I, you know? I think it sounds more complicated than it actually is because it's hard to describe it. Sure, it, um, it's a combination of all of those things. Um, <laughs> for the most part, the puzzles are you know very much just kind of look around the environment, figure out what you're looking at and what you're looking for, and then do the thing that has to be done, and and you're done. But there are a couple of real mind bending ones. There was one puzzle. And I don't want to ruin it, but it gave me, like, five different things that I could move. And I spent, like, a half hour or more trying to figure out, like, what order I'm supposed to move them in in order to get to the area that I'm supposed to get to. Finally gave up and looked up a, a, a you know, walkthrough on YouTube because I'm an old man and ain't nobody got time for that anymore. Um, found out that the trick of it was... Half of the things in the room that move are just a distraction. I have to move this thing and that thing, and that's it. So, <laughs> like, like it really messes with you. Um, there is sure. a plot to it. Um, you're basically in a dream research lab. And um, the plot's kind of an excuse for the puzzles. Um, basically, every level is you wake up but you're still in a dream state and you have to find your way to the exit to the dream and then every time you wake up everything changes around you and you've got to you know work your way through the environment differently um as far as the plot is concerned it leans a little too heavily on the hey we played portal 2 <laughs> um like there is a not so much an AI, but there's like a very kind of robotic, pre-recorded voice, female mm -hmm. voice that talks to you occasionally and gives you instructions with a sardonic tone. Um, there is an a like the founder or president or whatever of the of the laboratory who turns up occasionally and says something like like this is really like somebody. The pitch for this game was, hey, you guys played Portal. Well, let's do it again, but with different puzzles. <laughs> Was the is the AI telling you about like this delicious pie that you can get at the end of it or something? No, it's not like it's not quite as bad as all that. Like it isn't it isn't quite so me too, sure. but um, it does lean a little heavily on on the basically take this concept, make make it slightly different, and then do it again. But because the gameplay and the puzzles are so good, like, it's just kind of one of those minor annoyances. And it may have a big payoff. Like, there was one level that I did, and again, I don't want to spoil anything, because thus far this has been the best moment of the whole game. <sighs> you, you wake up, as you do in every other level, and you start exploring, and you start seeing things that lead you to believe something is going to happen. And you get to the end of the level, and there's this big reveal that shows you you were wrong the whole time, and and the payoff is is great. And again, it's hard to describe without spoiling it. But um, I'd like I I I'd say I'm about halfway through it. Um, I'm enjoying it. 
Um, I'm going to keep playing through it until I finish it because this is really... This is my kind of game. Like, I love these types of real cerebral, like, spatial puzzle-solving games. You know, like Portal, like, you know, Zelda games, stuff like that. So, um, I'll have more on that next week. Hopefully I'll be done with it by then. But uh, my impressions of it thus far are very positive. Justin, um, there's a game, if you still have your Wii hooked up, that you should look into. I'll get your name. It's called Swap A Shadow's Fire. Tale or Shadow or something like that. Very similar in the way the puzzles are, that it's very perspective-based and changing your perspective changes the um, puzzle. I will so look I'll, into I'll that. get you a name on that. I can't remember what it's called, but I think I can Did, find it pretty because easy. Because you're, you're probably... I was going to say, because you're probably the only person who still has your Wii U hooked up who can actually still play that. <laughs> exactly. I was, I was say, I, I have both my Wii and my Wii U oh, still boy. hooked up. So. That's the, um, we, we need to have an intervention. Justin, what else have you been playing? Well, the, uh, the other game I've been spending a lot of time playing, and I've played a handful of games, but um, I finally broke down and bought L.A. Noir last week. Um, it was on sale for 50% off, which is basically the lowest it has ever been. It's been 50% off before, but I, you know, I dug my heels in the dirt and said, I'm not buying this game again. I bought it for the PS3. I didn't finish it on the PS3. Why should I buy it again on the Switch? Here and finally said, because I can and I should and I want to play it some more. And... And also, like, one of the reasons I didn't play it much on the on the PS3 is because it is very segmented. You know, you play a mission, it takes you roughly, I don't know, like half hour or so to do a mission, and then you can stop and, and you know, put it down, which lends itself really well to playing games on the Switch. So, you know, like, I'll bring it to bed and lay in bed, do one, one uh, case, and, you know, shut it off and go to sleep. And yeah. then when I turn on the next time, I pick up where I left off. The only, um, I, the only thing I didn't like about that game is actually a feature that is probably a good thing was the fast travel. Because I felt like by, by fast traveling everywhere, I missed out on like everything in that game. But you know. I, f I find that in a lot of games. And by the I, way, Justin, Lost in Shadow is the name of the game. Okay. Um, I used the fast travel once, not realizing that... Um, I missed out on the dialogue, which is one of the things I love about the game, is, you know, learning about the characters and all that. But really, like, for, this... For, for a best of both worlds experience, always just have your partner drive, and I, he'll just, he'll drive you basically until they stop talking, and then he'll just fast travel you wherever you need to See, go. See, though, I, I did anyway. that once, and he drove, and it just faded to black and faded back in at the destination so yeah, I don't I've know. never I've never had that happen when I play it they always just have the conversation and then as soon as the conversation's over it's like Vroom! see and, and like, yeah, that would yeah, probably be perfect to me because really the fact that this game is open world is the most worthless characteristic of it kind I of mean, there's, sort of it that's the it, truth yeah there's really it, I, no fun in exploring the world because there's nothing to explore it's well, just kind of open world because it's a rockstar game you know? mm -hmm. and not only that but because it's you know set in the 40s or or whatever you know you don't have the gps that you have in you know other gta games or hell for some reason that you still have in this is the part that bothers me. Why do I have GPS in Red Dead Redemption, but I can't have it in L.A. Noir? 
<laughs> like, like you have to actually. It's like the old, like, like the old GTA games, like pre HD graphics, where you set a waypoint and then you have to figure out how the crap to get there. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but LA Noir, like, as a again as a puzzle based game and ex and you know like finding all the clues one of the reasons i really wanted to play it again was because i finally learned how to interrogate because i didn't know how to do it before like i didn't know when to pick which which thing and and i would always get stuff wrong now i've learned you pick bad cop when you don't have the evidence and you pick accused when you do have the evidence <laughs> and so i just have to learn like okay this person said this I can disprove that. So rather than, you know, use bad cop and try to get them to admit it, I just, you know, show. So it's kind of a hard game because you almost do have to kind of um, go off of people's like so like social cues, oh, and yeah. social cues, and so yeah. I can only imagine what it would be like if like you you already couldn't do that well in like the real world. You know? Sure, and, well, right? right? And I have ADHD, yeah. so I already can't do it in the real world. <laughs> Um, but, um, you know, my I kind of really want to play this while my wife is awake and watching it because, you know, I would love to hear my wife's perspective on this game. But um, the only other game that I really put any time into was I restarted The Witcher 3 um, on the Switch this time. So I'm finally to the point where I left off on the Xbox One. So there's another game that's gonna, probably going to suck up. You know, does, two, three hundred hours of my life. Does it run well with the new update? Um, have you? Well, let me rephrase. Have you noticed it not running well? I guess is the real question. Um, <laughs> I mean, Noted. it's The Witcher Got Three it. running on Switch. Okay. Considering I started playing it on the Xbox One and then moved to the Switch, it is just, it's it's painful, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the models look nice, the cutscenes look nice, the frame rate drops are painfully obvious, and obviously the world is not nearly as detailed and fleshed out as, yeah. as it is on the, you know, more powerful systems. But, okay. like, as far as gameplay is concerned, it's it's identical. Like, especially during the cutscenes, many of which are pre-rendered, you can't even tell the the difference between the versions and... Um, okay. Again, this is one of those games that really has to be kind of a drop in, drop out whenever you can, and and carry it with you, and you know, play it on the couch in bed, whatever. So, I think I'll get a lot more into it playing it on the Switch. So that's why I bought it. Cool. All right. Well, then I guess I will take it from here, and we'll talk about the games I've been playing. Not a whole lot other i mean not compared to my predecessors however i have been playing some games um they're basically all battle rails so i got um i, I downloaded i think I, I mentioned this last show but i i have xbox live again if, so if you've been playing Fortnite without me the one i can play i'm gonna be heartbroken no I, either I, of you have been playing Fortnite <laughs> at all i'm gonna be angry no i don't i don't like um okay i, I, I don't i don't play it <laughs> but i'd play it with you I I will definitely play it with any or all of you because I have been I have been missing that type of multiplayer game so 
so what have you been playing? Yeah, I was going to say, so what I have been playing is, um, I guess, threefold. So your standard PUBGs, that one is, you know, that one's never going away. So I'm not really going to talk about that. I downloaded, um, God, I don't even know what it's called. It's called like the, the Call of Duty one. It's like Blackout or Battlezone or I don't freaking know. But, um, Call of Duty, modern Blackout Battlezone. It, it, that, that one is That's fun. Right. It's not, um, it's not my cup of tea necessarily I do I finally found out that you can play solo so I was having a, a little bit more um, fun playing that way but it's it's a lot faster which you would think would be a good thing but it's not it I don't think it is necessarily in a battle royale and um, I'm just I'm not used to I guess the first person's perspective I guess it, because the that is a first person game whereas like you know PUBG yeah. is uh, in third person. You can, of course, switch to a first person view, but you know, I, I it it just feels different in that regard. So um, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't put a whole lot of time into that one. I tried to play a little bit Apex Legends again, um, but it was just so long to get into a match. I think because I'm so low rank, so but, you know, I kind of gave up on that. Oh, that but kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I think I just need to, like, suck it up and, like, you know, get past, like, level one or whatever so then I can start yeah, matchmaking. But, like, sorry, you don't play this game enough. Here's some more not playing this game. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not it's not good. Also, I'm on the Xbox platform, so I have a feeling that um, there's not a whole lot of player base there. It's probably more, like, you know, PC um, and PS4 based. But um, I have been playing another Battle Royale game because I got into um, the beta. It was just like an open beta. But um, um, the Ubisoft game, I always forget the name, so I have to look it up. It's called Hyperscape. And that one's cool. It's like That's based... also a Battle Royale? Yeah. It's a free-to-play Battle Royale. Um, this genre it... blew up. <laughs> yeah, right? It's... Um... Again, it's an open beta right now, so you know you can join it if you really wanted to. Um, I had a pretty good time, actually. It was fun. It's um, it's fast. It's it's pretty chaotic, but not quite so fast as to where like I felt Call of Duty was, where it was. Um, I don't know. I just I just didn't like that that vibe in in Call of Duty. I just haven't been yeah. to a Call of Duty game in a while. But this one felt pretty good, so I'll probably stick around and play this one a little bit more, especially as it goes out of um, out of the beta. So yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, again, like I just been playing a lot of Xbox lately for one reason or the other. So um, that's me. Um, just playing some games. Um, that's really it, I think, for the games I've been playing. I think that's it for the segment as well. So we're going to take a little break. We'll be back on the other side with a mini game, and um, see you on the other side. Have a name that's incredibly hard to pronounce? For $1 a month over at patreon.com slash infendoradio, you can laugh at us while we try to pronounce it and fail. Oh, 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 we are back. It's magic. magic. Oh, no. You know. <laughs> oh, no. Never believe us outside. You walked right into that, Eugene, and I didn't even see it coming. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, we, we appreciate you coming. Um, no, uh, it, we're actually going to do a little minigame game. We got a right game. Now. I got a game. I came yes. prepared halfway Steve. through the show. I, I want you to take it away from here because okay. you have the game that we will be playing tonight. I have the game, and I didn't tell any of you guys what the game was because I didn't even think about it for quite a while. Guess the um, price of that Doom game. 
actually that no, that's easy. <laughs> I've got a sp- I got a spreadsheet, Lucas. Um, no, we're gonna do three word reviews tonight. We haven't done that in a while, and that's Ooh. always a fun game. So, and I'm gonna give you guys three different games to review, so you each get a chance to get a point. We'll see if you guys can do it. Um, yeah, this is basically Cards Against Humanity, or for you non. Uh, mean people. Um, there's a game called Apples to Apples, which is basically the same thing. Um, and existed first. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Cards Against Humanity is so much more fun. Alright, well here we go. Your first game that I would like a three-word review for. Animal Crossing. Mm. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. First. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I should be specific. Who's going first? I don't care. Whoever, Who's ready? Uh, I'm, I'm still brewing on this one. Um, you did say New Horizons, right? <coughs> yeah, yeah, the current Animal Crossing. All right, I've got mine. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Features pending. Sorry! <laughs> okay. Uh, All right, uh, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, I'm hooked again. Okay. Hmm... I'm gonna go with three month tour. So that's about how I, long it lasted. I'm gonna have to give it to Eugene because that's about what it was for me. It was about three months and that was it, I was done. And I'm falling off of it too, but I still like feel that need to check yeah. up on it every day for at least a few minutes. What what's that line from Jack Sparrow? I feel the need and it was a fleeting something or other that the was a really good line. For speed. That's it. That no, is that it. Was, and he played volleyball yep. shirtless with yep, Brad yep, Pitt. Yep, that was it. Brad, All was right. Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. I don't know. <laughs> don't trust me. I think you watched Stop a different it. movie. Stop All right, guys. trusting me. The next game I would like a three-word review for, Donkey Kong Country 1. Oh, fitting. Um... Did I go first? No, I went. I did not go first. So I'm gonna go. No, first Lucas this went time. first, so he doesn't have to go first this time. I'm gonna say tonight's show music. Okay. That's not a review, but that's a thing. It's I'm, true. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. 2D Crash Bandicoot. Oh come on. Um, We're fired. <laughs> I don't know. All I can think of is, it's out again, because it's come out on every Nintendo system ever. That is a factual statement. I have to give that one to Justin. Because <laughs> I own and it so many times. I own it on Super Nintendo, Game Boy Advance, 3DS Virtual Console. Don't forget Game Boy Color. I own that one as well. Did you, wait, did you Switch. say Crash is on Super Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah, it was a really what? good game. You can play as Tom Hanks and uh, Ludacris. Yeah, Ludacris. Flo Rida, who, as we all know, is from Georgia. Uh, I hate you all. Just because I understand <laughs> that reference. Yay! I've eliminated one of my competitors! All right, round three. Eugene left. <laughs> that was good right there. I'm lost. You should be. All right. And our final game for a three-word review going with my theme of games we've talked about tonight. Doom 1993. Hmm. 
I have to go last because I've already gone at other times. All right, I'm ready when you guys are ready. Hmm. All right. Uh. Never gets old. Ooh, that's a good pun right there. That's I want pun. it to be four words because I want it. Because it is old. I I I am gonna just just pretend that after my statement I'm saying I'm saying this to you, Steve. Okay. Stop buying it. Steve. <laughs> All right, and mine. Um, I think the Switch is the first time I actually have bought it. Because you pirated I, I, all the rest. I no, I rented it on the Super Nintendo, and I think that's the only other version I ever played extensively. I believe that factual statements are how you win this game now. <laughs> so my three-word review for Doom Three is going to be. Cost ten dollars. <laughs> I know that because Steve made a spreadsheet. What's funny though, Lucas, is you're wrong. It costs nine ninety nine. No, Doom is four ninety nine. You said Doom three. No, Doom nineteen ninety three. Oh, you are just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> just call it Doom. <laughs> but there's two Dooms. There's Doom just and there's Doom. Just call it Doom. Yeah, if there's two Sonic the Hedgehogs, but nobody calls Sonic 06 I gotta Sonic give the that Hedgehog. to Lucas just because he made me laugh. <laughs> so apparently, non-factual statements win the game. So, um... So, it's a dead tie. I was gonna say, is that a tie then? Like, what did we accomplish uh, here? The most climactic of endings. <laughs> oh man, that was fun. Alright, bonus round. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Oh, God. Um, Which one? Let's specify. The new one. <laughs> the new one. Okay. <laughs> Link's Awakening 2019. <laughs> yeah, that one. Alright. Um... Love that amiibo. Mine would be bought it twice. For the so amiibo my. and the game. Bought it twice. <laughs> I await your impartial decision. <laughs> uh, well, um, I guess mine is gonna be. Um, uh. Still haven't played. I thought you were gonna say bought it thrice. You would have gotten <laughs> a point. Because <laughs> there's three versions. Lucas is there? wins. Yep. Why? Yay! I cheated! Because <laughs> there's Link's Awakening, Link's Awakening DS, and Link's Awakening 2019, as Lucas so aptly called it. Or just What's Link's Awakening DS? When did that exist? No, DS. DX. Oh, DX. The Deluxe. one I own. Oh, that's that well, was fun. Yay, I won another game. <laughs> well, um, until next time, everybody, we don't have a question block tonight, so if you want to get in for next week's question block, head over to our Discord, which we already mentioned. You can go to infendo.com to find. We just got a question. Okay, please Two proceed. minutes ago. But I, but I was ready to end the show on this perfect song. Well, now we're going to have to end it on something bad. Um, Slacker <laughs> Monkey wrote in. Music. Slacker Monkey wrote in. 
if you had one genie wish to give Nintendo one IP, this is a long one, I'm sorry. If, <laughs> if you had one genie wish to give Nintendo one IP, what modern game on any other consoles or PC would you like to see Nintendo take and make a Nintendo-fied version of it? If you can't think mm-hmm. of an IP, what genre and setting would you like to see Nintendo make a new IP for? Then he wrote, if it's too late, no worries, and then he gave us the most adorable thumbs up emoji. <laughs> so, um, Kingdom I already have my definitive answer. Definitive edition. Okay. Right. I, wa- I want well. the whole thing, like the story so far, plus three, plus the DLC. Um, so my answer is clearly Viva Piñata. Like that should be a Nintendo game. Should have been a Nintendo game from the mm-hmm. beginning. And I liked Viva Piñata. It was actually really fun. Hmm. Um, mine would be. Alright, so when I say Nintendo-fied version of it, does that mean, like, they put their IPs on it, or does that just that mean... That means they make it Nintendo-esque. They've, they've modified this the game to be more Nintendo-y. Hmm. That's tough, because I was going to go with Grand Theft Auto. You know what? I'm going to stick with Grand Theft Auto, because, yeah. A, the Grand Theft Auto games that have come out on Nintendo systems have actually been really good... And sorry, the music is distracting me. It's such and a um, I would, I would love to see Nintendo like make a truly open world game. Okay. You know, I'm it, having a lot of trouble with this one. I'm having a crisis of conscience, guys, because <laughs> uh, I was thinking, you know, like the obvious answer is like Sonic, but Sonic Lost World wasn't that great, and that was kind of Nintendo's attempt at a Sonic game. And I frankly think the Sonic IP is better in the hands of Sega, believe it or not, than it would. What be about with Persona? Um, Persona's already a really good series on its own, though, and I don't really know if I want Nintendo to acquire it and, and ruin that. The same thing with Crash Bandicoot, right? Um, it, it was a dying series, but Crash 4 looks to be really good, and I'd like to see what Activision can do with it. So I'm I'm struggling to find a, a game series that I... I tr- I'm, I'm also, well, that, like, losing... That, like, this that year, Game Over music was oddly appropriate right there. <laughs> this this year has been, like, the year that I've, like, lost trust in the Nintendo brand, like, as a whole. Like, with Paper Mario and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm having trouble coming up with one that I would like to, to see. Um, I, I'm going to kind of cheat and go back to what I just said. And I, I realize this is more of kind of a salty sting at the new Paper Mario game. I would like to see the Nintendo of 20 years ago acquire oh, the boy. rights to Paper Mario so they could make a good one again. Because that would be nice. That's but, fair. Um, Sing. But yeah, I, I guess I guess to that point, maybe like Bug Fables, if I can cheat and say that, you know, take Bug Fables and, and give it that Nintendo polish, but um, but keep it Bug Fables, because I, I like that formula of RPG, and we haven't had one of those in a long time. So maybe that. But yeah, I still say a... I still say South Park: The Stick of Truth is the Paper Mario game that we didn't get for years. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, Bug Fables is so much more Paper Mario, but I would agree with you to a degree. Um, yeah, no, that's, I guess, Bug Fables for me, but I, I really, I feel p- pretty good about people who have my favorite series right now in their own hands. Don't ruin them. If The Elder Scrolls Six ends up sucking, Nintendo take that. But, it's fine. You know. They're just going to keep bringing out five anyway. Yeah. Right. It's, co- it's coming to TV stands next year. Fair. 
Well, all right. Um, any more questions, Lucas? That is our <laughs> only question in the question Sorry, I'm block. I'm glad you saw that. I didn't even see my iPad. I didn't either. If, oh if you would like to ask us a question on the question block, you can do it, and it doesn't even cost you money anymore. It used to be a Patreon tier, but it's not now. It's free. So go to our Discord and... Hi, Akuaku. Go to our Discord and and join the, the, the Discord and go to the, the Patreon section where it's not a Patreon thing and write a question in the question block and we'll answer it live on the air. So go these do that. These are all true statements. These are these He's are lost things. some feathers. He's supposed to have four feathers. <laughs> yeah, they're around. They just fall out a lot. <laughs> well, um, we've come full circle. Um, it is time to end the show. Before we get out of here, though, I just want to remind everybody, if you're out there, A, voting, protesting, anything like that, do it. Be safe. Make sure that you're wearing a mask. Don't be an idiot. The mask isn't going to kill you or anything stupid like that. Not a mask like this. A mask that goes over your mouth. Yes, please. I mean, that would go over your mouth, so that would work, too. Okay, bye. So, uh, yeah, go do all those things. Um, you know, we be safe, number one. Um, yeah, we love you. Thank you all so much. Lucas, Steve, Justin, any parting words before we get out of here? Peace? Yeah. <laughs> stay inside! Please stay inside, for the love of God. Stay inside. <laughs> all right. Why? We'll see all because next week. we like you. No, you know what? Why? Because I like myself. I'm tired of all y'all spreading this thing because you're all idiots. So stay the hell inside. Be grown-ups. That would have been a good place for an F-word. I love producing stuff, but I'm really lazy. The easiest way to produce something really cool that you get your name on is to head over to patreon.com slash radio and give us $10 a month. We'll even say your name once a week instead of once a month. All right, we're going to get synced up in three, two, one. Whoa! All right, Lucas, where you at? 7.34. All right, Steve? 441. Fuck. <laughs> Gotta get him out now. 441. And if Justin That's ever joins said. us, we can uh, loop him in as well. Alright, well, I guess we are ready to rock and roll. Um, I've got recordings going on there. I'm recording there. Let me just make sure that you guys can hear me. For $1 a month. Yes? Yes. For $1 a month. Yes. For $1 for yes. one dollar. Yes. For one dollar. Yes. Okay. Let's fucking do it. You're gonna make me say fuck. <laughs>